Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War. We are here to talk something that has nothing to do with WrestleMania. Impact Wrestling with I am my Mike. You know who I am. With me, as always, is the one and only Sorgatron. How are you, sir? I'm ready for Impact Mania. Uh, that don't worry. We'll beat that enthusiasm out of you. Uh, <laughs> we, we will beat that enthusiasm out of you so quickly, Sorg. All right. Um, if so. you want something, let me uh, just just pre work. I just want to yeah. throw a shout out there because this is something really cool is happening uh, with somebody that's on the TNA roster that I think everybody should check out. Uh, friend of the show, friend of Sorg, uh, uh, DJZ, uh, is, uh, he has a really cool show on his YouTube channel called uh, uh, Miss Flights and Fake Fights. Um, check it out. I've been chatting with him. There's actually a little bit of footage from the last IWC show in one of the episodes uh, that, that from some of the stuff I was experimenting with. I actually kicked him our, our ringside footage so he had better stuff in there. Because he usually has somebody up in the Raptors taking it with like a little shitty cam. Um, so uh, it's really cool because he's got that little bit about his lucha training, the sweet haircuts he gets and everything, like this like artist, like fucking barber guy he's got up in Chicago. So check it out. Friend of the show. Some really good content. Worth your time. All right. Excellent. Uh, Mike, you should, start, you should start reviewing those next. <laughs> I'm, I'm considering it. I'm considering it. Um, all right. So, Sorg, uh, basically, if, if you're new to this show, this version of the Midweek World, we talk impact. Sorg is a very intelligent man as and purposefully does not watch Impact Wrestling. Um, there's a good reason for that because, well, it, it's horrible. Um, but I watch it, and then Sorg and I, we play a fun little game I like to call Two Truths and a Lie. Hey, hey, keep explaining. I got to go get something. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think I know he. I think I know he's getting. Hold on. Hold on, Mike. Hold on. Okay. I'm in the studio. It's okay. Okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. All right, Sorg. It's okay. Basically, the way this works is. We'll edit this part out later. I, I come up sure I'm properly, you know, like, you know, we're not on on, but you know, they've got to, yeah. you know, represent. we're representing. Fuck that okay, out. Sir. Hashtag fuck Billy that Johnson. Yes. So, uh, I'm just going to wear this like a bib because I don't, I don't feel like putting it on. That's uh, fine. So the, uh, if you're on audio, it's the Revy Hart fuck that Al shirt. Fuck uh, that Al. Over my face now. Um, yes, indeed. It's like I got a little bit of Revy Hart over my face. Um, I'm what? not. I'm not even commenting what? on that. Oh, no, let, let, All right, let's... moving along, Sorg. So the way this works is, I come up with three facts for Sorg. Two are real. One is fucking bullshit, and Sorg has to guess which one it is. Da 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 da. Sorg, what do I win? This shirt. Sorg, are you ready? <laughs> nope. Let's go. Okay. Fact the first. No, no, no. The show opens up with a hot start inside a boardroom. <laughs> Please. Fact the second. <laughs> you're, you're, are you ready, Sorg? Yes, I'm still um, trying to figure out what to do with the shirt. Okay. Uh, fact the second. Brandy Rhodes walks out on Cody saying that Moose and Cody are too old for this shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
fact, the third. Um, we have a new uh, Sienna has brought a new guy to Impact Wrestling, and everybody knows who he is, and he's a big deal star, and went underreported by the dirt sheets. I'm thinking I'm too old for this shit didn't happen. <laughs> of course it did, Sorg. Oh. That is true. That is absolutely true. They had a grand championship match, which is a bullshit championship, but uh, it was it was a good match between Cody and Moose with the three round format that they have. And um, at the end of the second round, um, Brand like Cody goes, Cody wins the second round. He goes to get a kiss from Brandy Rhodes, and she's just like, "You two, are, you two need to stop. I'm done with this shit." And she just walks out. She actually says shit too, and it gets bleeped. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, Sorg, did the show have a hot start in the boardroom, or did Sienna introduce her new male wrestler friend that we all know and is a huge name and went underreported? I'm thinking the boardroom. That is also true, Sorg. I'm beginning to think you don't know what impact does. No, 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 at no, no, all. no. I said the no, 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 no. I was, oh, the I, boardroom I'm, was I'm fake. The board, no, no. I'm saying the boardroom's real. No, it, okay, it is real. It is real. I'm sorry. I played the game opposite. Okay, okay. I'm playing the game opposite. Oh God, I, I was gonna say you scared me for a second, sir, no, because no, 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 I, no. I made it pretty obvious. I was so confident that the boardroom happened. Yeah, the boardroom. <laughs> and the boardroom, I'm like, went the other way. The boardroom is categorically real. This is like the second or third week in a row they've started with a boardroom scene. And it's just a lot of arguing. Because apparently, Dutch Mantel, Bruce Pritchard, Jeremy Borash, and Josh Matthews were all there. And none of them can actually make decisions. Why? I'm not sure. They have not clarified this yet. But they're all on the creative team. And uh, oh god, it, it's just it's a mess, it's a mess. All right, but uh, we did have a segment with Sienna and Karen Jarrett, who I am now calling Double DJ Tanner because she is married to Double J Jeff Jarrett. So it makes sense in my head, and also puns and boobs. Um, but yeah, she called out. Apparently, Karen Jarrett has decided that the knockouts have been a little too insane lately. And uh, she called out Sienna because Maria left. So Sienna's the only one who can take the brunt for what Maria did. And Sienna brought out this, uh, her cousin. She's saying it's her cousin. It's a huge dude, walks out to the ring, and Karen is scared. Sienna looks happy, and the announcers are freaking out. Meanwhile, I'm looking. I don't know who the fuck this is. Have absolutely no idea who this guy is. He calls himself KM. I'm like, well, that doesn't tell me who you are because that doesn't help because I don't know of any significant KMs in wrestling. Um, someone from Twitter actually uh, enlightened me as to who he is. He is indie wrestler Kevin Matthews, who apparently did some stuff for Global Force. But yeah, no idea who this guy is. Um, he sure is a guy. And uh, then Braxton Sutter and Allie came out and they ran uh, KM off, which, by the way, that's a horrible ring name. We, we need to stop that right now. All right. Uh, so, Sorg. Sorg? 
Yes. Are you ready for round two? Round two. I am ready. Okay. So, Sorg, um, fact the first, ODB called herself the four-time knocked-up champion. Okay. Okay. Fact the second, we were introduced to three new knockouts without ever really getting their names. Just like a Friday night. I wish. Uh, fact the third. The knockouts title picture is very, very clear right now. Oh, that's fake as shit. Of course it is, Sorg. Oh, man. So, Rosemary came out and they're touting her as one of the most dominant knockout champions in history. Sorg. Really? L- let me. <laughs> Sork, let me ask you a question. How many times have you heard me talk about Rosemary title defenses? Like once against Jane in that like crazy Monsters Ball match or something. Yeah, that's about right. I think she may have only defended the title like maybe three times. But somehow she's held the belt for five months. Five months. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so basically she came out... Um, then she says she retired Gail Kim. I don't remember her doing that. Uh, she says she wrecked Brandy Rhodes' life. Don't remember her doing that either. If anything, Cody has ruined his own wife's life. And she beat the color out of Jade. Which, A, little bit racist. Two, yeah, I'm, pretty yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure that didn't happen either. Uh, I think that's offensive to both her races. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly confident of it. Um, but then ODB comes out and she says she was a four-time knocked-up champion. So uh, that's a real thing ODB said. Because, that was easy. Yeah, because she's drunk, and she always says that. And then uh, Rosemary tries to leave, but Sorg, about seven different women block her path. Okay, I recognized. Maybe three of them. There was Brandy Rhodes. There was uh, Madison Rain. There was the new LAX girl. And then four women. I did not know who they were. Like, it was ridiculous. And I don't know. if There was one girl, I think, that was on last week that didn't even have a match because she was just attacked. Like, uh, like, did the, they bring out the job squad or something? Kinda, yeah. And the announcers are so horrible at their jobs, they were trying to name the people, but I'm like, this does not help anyone do anything at all. So next week, of course, we're getting a Battle Royal gauntlet match with all of these women to determine a number one contender. Hopefully they all get interested so we can figure this shit out. <sighs> yeah, we we they probably won't. I will almost guarantee they don't. All right. Uh, so Sorg, are you ready for the next round? I am ready. Okay. Fact the first: someone used their opponent's finisher in a match, and a it didn't win, and two the announcers never acknowledged it. Two. EC three 
name drop both AJ Styles and Bobby Roode. Three, the DCC is alive and well, and they laid a beat down on EC3. Um, man, I'm thinking the, the the middle one didn't happen. The name dropping of AJ Styles and Bobby Roode? Yes. No, that happened. Of course it uh, happened. I thought it was too obvious. Of course it happened. He didn't say them by name, but he said that um he he is a two time champion. He's on the same he's on the same level as wrestlers who are phenomenal and wrestlers who have been the it factor. So yeah. Um, so did someone try and did someone use their opponent's finisher and it didn't get them win and it wasn't acknowledged or did the DCC beat down EC3? Um, the, the, the DC, the DCCC, I can't even say it. <laughs> they did not beat down EC3. That is correct because I'm pretty sure they are done. Okay. So EC3 came out and he had to apologize to uh, Double DJ Tanner for his actions. And um, basically, James, like EC3 was rattling off lists of two-time champions. And this brought out James Storm, who was dressed like um, it was the last hour of one of his friend's weddings. He was <laughs> That's we- great. He was wearing a shirt and tie. I believe it was untucked and no jacket, no mask, nothing. And uh, he came out and he said, hey, uh, you didn't mention my name. And they, they just had a, a lovely conversation. And they said that the fans would decide which of them was worthy of a title shot. So wonderfully anticlimactic. Yes, categorically. Um, Yeah. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. EC3 and James Storm. Something I haven't seen before. Something I wouldn't mind seeing. I mean, I yeah, wouldn't mind yeah. seeing it. I dig it. It would be, it would be new. It would be something that I'd be okay with. But um, in the Grand Championship match, Cody Rhodes definitely used uh, Moose's finisher against them, and the announcers were so busy arguing with each other they didn't even notice it. They didn't even notice it. It was it was bad. All right. Uh, so we, we have from our chat. Uh, Brandon's been hanging out in the chat all night. Um, uh, we, I know he's on the last show too. Uh, so Impact has more women superstars than WWE. No, no, it doesn't. No, no, no. it just just not enough um, acknowledged ones, I guess. I barely knew. Like, all right, and I was gonna save this for one of the facts, but Madison Rain when she gets in the ring, she grabs a microphone and she says. I know who some of you are. <laughs> she actually says that. Alrighty. She actually says that. I'm like, uh, I don't want to be in a world where I have to like Madison Rain and Josh hold Matthews at the same time. There we go. There we go. Let me Hashtag fuck this, that out. Let me just get this shirt, you know, properly. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Okay. Um. All right. Sorg, are, are you ready? As much as I can be. Okay. Uh, so, Sorg. Fact the first. I, more and more ever, identify with Laurel Van Ness. Oh, day one, yes. Fact the second. 
I'm pretty sure they just used a scene from Lucha Underground on their show. <laughs> okay. Fact, right. fact the third. The new tag team champions are thoroughly well-defined in individual characteristics and individual gimmicks. That's false as hell because I just saw the tweet that the LAX won the championships and they're just random Latino guys. Yeah, that's exactly right, Sork. I can't even tell you which one's Homicide right now. Homicide didn't even wrestle, Sorg. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, it's uh, Santana and... And I hope that's not like a racist comment. It's just No, like, it's not. They just it's, they it's, have it's, not clarified. It's presentation, not... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's presentation. Like, I don't, I don't know who the guys individually are in Reno Scum either. It's like if the all only, the, the only like, reason I know who Garza and Laredo Kid is, one of them has a mask. It's only, it's only, you know, like all three of them, the crew were Mr. Cisco. You know, I mean, there's something <laughs> like that. Well, no, it's like if, if all three members of the crew kept their bandanas on the whole time. Mm. All right, but uh, so the LAX, um, they have a secret meeting room, which straight up looks like they just stole it from Lucha Underground. It really does. Like, like they even have a pan shot of what looks hey. like Los Angeles beforehand. And I'm not hey, joking. Why are we why why are we planning under Dario Cueto's office for this other promotion? I I don't know. I miss Lucha. Other question. Is Conan cold in Orlando? Sorg, Sorg, he liquor. is dead. He's dead. That is true. He is dead. Being is cold. Conan may be a zombie. Oh, zombie Conan. Which, by the way, Impact, that idea is free. I'm giving you that one. Okay, you can use it. But um, so Laurel Van Ness, Sorg. Laurel Van, like there, there was a match between KM and Braxton Sutter, and uh, it was it was an okay match. It was fine. Um, I still don't know much about KM, but he he beat Braxton Sutter because Braxton was distracted um, by Sienna and Allie outside. Afterwards, Laurel Van Ness is still in her wedding dress, still with her heels around her wrists. Still smeared makeup. Only this week, she had a new prop. She was just holding a bottle of booze. <laughs> just chugging straight champagne. And I was thoroughly impressed. <laughs> I can't wait for whatever Laurel Van Ness does. I was worried because I was beginning to think she wasn't even going to be on this week. But she definitely was. I was very excited. <sighs> All right, Sorg. Sorg, are, are, are you ready? This is the last yes, set. I'm, I'm just tweeting uh, Laurel Valness about how much you identify with her. Yes. it's. Uh, I'm not sure if she'll think that's a compliment, but... <laughs> hi, hi, Rebby. Hi, Rebby Hardy. Hi. Hi, Rebby Hardy. Hashtag hi. fuck that owl. <laughs> Hope you're, I know you're watching. I know you're. I know you're watching now. Actually, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so Sorg, here's the last one. Are you ready? Yes. Fact, fact the first: the feud between Eddie Edwards and Davy Richards looks like a Twilight movie. 
Okay. Fact the second. Um, we spent at least 20 minutes of Jeremy Borash and Josh Matthews arguing with each other. Okay. Fact the third. Um, TJZ had, had a great match with Andrew Everett this week. According to my knowledge of the WWE Book of Rules, uh, I want to say number number two is false. Correct. It was only 15 minutes this week. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to go higher. <laughs> no, um, actually, I didn't keep count of it. But it, uh, they can learn some stuff from this. It's it's so disheartening. Like it it just distracts from the entire show. Like and, and even to the point where. Josh Matthews was calling out that Jeremy Borash's brothers sit behind him at ringside holding up signs that say fire Josh Matthews. Okay. They have been for the past couple weeks. Are they like are they are they impact fluffers like that one guy at the ROH shows that always has a belt sure, on their shoulder? I'm pretty sure everyone in that arena is an impact fluffer. Hired guns! Except for Hot Carl. Hot Carl is definitely not an impact fluffer. Am I in a greenhouse? There's so many plants in here. <laughs> God damn it. That's a good one. Um, but yeah, so they showed they showed a video package. Brandon says that Matthews is the JBL of impact. No, he's way worse than JBL. He's he's heel Michael Cole. Like you remember Michael Cole on the game show NXT? That's yes. where we're at. That's where we're oh. at. Yeah, that's where oh. we're at. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's worse. It's like all right, and you know how Jinx was saying how she'll go into like that weird era of divas and look at some matches and steal some shit because nobody will remember that. Uh huh. That's what Josh Matthews did. He went and watched that season of NXT. Well, no, Josh Matthews is rec. All right, in keeping with the WrestleMania theme, Josh Matthews, the only WrestleMania he commentated on was the one with Michael Cole versus Jerry Lawler. Yep. yep. Yeah. If we're gonna get a Josh box as opposed to a coal mine real soon. Josh and box. and like they even joked or teased, I don't know, threatened. Actually, threatened. That's the word I'm going to use. They threatened to have a team versus team battle. Like jo- Josh picks a couple guys, Borash picks a couple guys, and Borash is like, "Oh, that's a terrible idea." And I'm like, "You're exactly right, Borash. That probably means it's going to happen." <laughs> because <laughs> this show hates. Wow this ha- this show hates itself. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Sorg. Um. All right, but so the video package on the wolves, because apparently next week they're going to have um a last man standing match. It, if you watch the first Twilight movie, that's basically what this is, except everyone that is pale and shirtless has wolf scar marks on their chest. It's really awkward. Like I, I highly advise you watch the, you find the video package on YouTube. Don't watch the show. By all means, do not watch that's, the um, uh, There's a broken M out there in the chat room. says, I hear they're calling the wolves the broken wolves. Now, fuck that out. 
Well, the storyline certainly is broken. I will give them that much. <laughs> True to form. Yep, absolutely. But uh, yeah, it's just horrible. I don't even remember. What was the third fact I told you, Sorg? I don't even. All right, I don't even remember. It was true. It was horrible, most likely. Seriously, the the best thing is. Oh, DJZ, yes, correct. Uh, DJZ and Andrew Everett did have a really good match. Um, The only thing, I I don't think they know how to tell stories over there at Impact. Mm -hmm. I know this is shocking. Telling a story in the ring. Yes, ish. For the most part, they are like like the Cody and Moose match is actually really good. They told a really fun story. I enjoyed that part. Um, the Andrew Everett DJZ match was good too, but they're telling a story outside of the ring that is not happening because they said something to the effect of Shane Helms putting up a bunch of roadblocks for Andrew Everett before he can get a title match. Yeah, that's never been a thing. That's never been a thing, and I have no idea why that would be a thing. But um, and apparently Andrew Everett, uh, they call him the Skywalker, and I wonder uh, if Andrew Everett has any sisters. Anyway, I hope that's a precursor to them doing uh, Elevation X again. Oh God, no, no, we don't need we don't need more Night of the Skywalkers. <laughs> the Night of the Skywalkers. That is the title for Star Wars Episode Nine. Anyway, uh, Sorg, do you have any questions about Impact this week? None that don't have explanatives in them. Okay. I'm not even sure that's a word, but fine. We'll go with it. Uh, all right. So my, my ranking for Impact this week, it's number three, very clearly. Uh, there are some good things on it. The EC3 James Storm segment's really good. If you want to watch that, that's a good interview segment. Um, the matches, the matches are good. You know, the, the four-way tag team match was good. The KM Braxton Sarah match was fine, but again, it's just everything in between just is such a detriment to the show. Um, but yeah, so uh, Sork, where can the good people of the internet find you? Wearing t-shirts and hats over here in the ghetto. Okay. That is Impact Wrestling. Hashtag fuck that owl. Um, you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. Uh, you can also hit us up at Mayhem Show. Follow the hashtag MM. I live tweet Impact every week, so I make sure I don't smash my head through the laptop. Uh, and to those of you who do respond, thank you very much. You know who you are. Um, and also, please, if you want to be hyped for WrestleMania, WrestleMania is this weekend. Please check out my uh, YouTube videos, 32 Manias of Mike. I watched over 111 hours of WrestleMania, so you don't have to. And I did a podcast review on every single one of them. All right, so for Sorgatron, who is currently hashtag fucking that owl, I am Mad Mike. We will see you next week on The Mid Week War.